Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. everybody. We are back, and this is going to be for Wednesday, number 50. 50 Shurim, Chazaku Baruch to you. And to Hachzik for giving us the ability. And we're starting now with the sixth category, Bitachon. And that's going to be about the reward for mitzvah. Let's see now. Abba, Perush HaGashishi, the sixth way to look at it. And that's looking at the reward a person gets in this world and in the next world. Which a person, yeah, you become worthy of it with uh, the fact that you've done mitzvot in this world. But in truth, he says there are two kinds of rewards you can get from mitzvot. Yeah, I mean, two separate places. Now, some mitzvot will only give us um, on one. And then there are those that a person will get um, for both. Means that um, sometimes you're going to have certain mitzvot that can only be paid out in Olam Haba, but certain mitzvot that kind of are earned over here as well. So let's see, he's going to explain them through now. But, However, the matters of reward, do you get them here? Do you get them in the next one? What is the reward? The Torah really doesn't spell it out all that clearly. Hashem just promised that, look, you're going to get a great reward. It's going to be, it's going to be something. But it's a it's a reward that is kolel. That it's something that Hashem, when he tells us about rewards, they're very kind of unclear, more of a kolel, like like everybody all together, more of like a collective type of a reward. But Nehem she doesn't specify what reward he's given to each person individual. Certainly not like the when Hashem talks about the punishment. That a person gets. Those Hashem doesn't keep only to kolel, to very large um, kind of ideas. No, he tells us every prat, uprat, he gives us every single um, specific. When people do a certain averot that you are a chayav skilas, to get 40 lashes, death or karet, when a person has to pay in this world, and whether he had to pay double, he has to pay four or five times what he stole, how he stole, what he did to it, all the different kinds of damages that you have set forth, if it's uh, with the nezek of the whether it's your ox, or it's the bar, or it's the mouth of the ox, or it's fire, and there's someone them, or hurting other people, like that very famous case over there, but all the speaking Motishemran people, Washington Harad type things, all these different things, the Torah goes, and it enumerates us exactly what happens to you. Punishment, the Torah is very clear what comes forth. But when it comes to reward of Olam Haba and maybe the punishments in the afterlife, we don't find that the Torah talks about him really at all. Why? 
There's a bunch of reasons, and he's about to set forth now seven different reasons. Why isn't Olam Haba or Gehenam spoken about inside the Torah? It's a very famous question. And now we have seven reasons. tells us. Let's see. The first. Mayhem. Excuse me. The first one is. Let's face it, we have no idea what a body could possibly look like without a body. Meaning, what can a soul rather look like, life look like without having a body? To understand pain, I mean, pain is only with our senses. How can we possibly understand pain when you don't have senses, you don't have nerve endings? That's something that, yeah, but there's a Gehenam. Like, what exactly does that mean? It's so totally beyond us. But it was explained a little bit to those who perhaps can understand it a little bit. The Abisha did say to Yeshua something about this. Hashem was talking about Yeshua ben Yotzadak, who was a kind Gadol at the time of the building of the second Bessim Mikdash. And he was told like this that I will give to you to be like those who go by those who stand over here. A reference to the Malachim, this is Zechariah speaking. Now, this is talking about somebody who his nefesh is no longer connected to his body because he's telling him he's going to be like the Malachim. He's telling him what it's going to be like after a person dies. That the nefesh will be like what angels are like. In a way that that's it, you'll be so refined as nothing really to do with your physical body. And you can only reach this if you mamish purified yourself and did all the correct things inside this world. So Hashem spoke to the, to Yoshua Kohen Gadol inside that in a way that we can't possibly understand. Now, to start to talk about whether or not a person really does you have a body in Olam Haber or not, that's a big discussion. The Ramchal feels that Derech uh, Hashem tells that you do based on the Gemara over there in Sanhedrin, other places. Over here it seems Chobalabad is saying, more like the Rambam, that perhaps you don't. Okay, I ain't sure what that argument is about. Umehem. Now, a second reason, a second reason as to why. So what's the first reason that doesn't talk about Olam Haba? Can't possibly understand it. The Torah is something to give us advice on how to live life in this world, not for things that we can't possibly fathom. It's not for infinite details. We can't understand them. That's it. Umehem, what's another reason? Shegemullah Olam Haba on show, when it comes to the reward and the punishment of the world to come, Hayyimikubal Eitzel Ameh Arts Mahan was accepted by even the common folk from the Nevi'im that they accepted as fact. And it was also understood more of a logical way by the learned people. And that Moshe Rabbeinu felt, I'm going to rely on Torah Shabbat to give it over. I'm not going to put it inside the Sefer. This is something that has to be taught from father to son. Both in a way for Ame Aret to understand it, for a way for Chachamim to understand it. Just as they didn't mention a lot of the details of mitzvot and chovot, why Because they figured, you know what? Those are abstract ideas. These abstract concepts, you can't write them down. They have to be taught. It's something that has to be explained to people. It's not something that you're going to go and write down. You write down the rules. You write down what what the yeses and the nos are. When it comes to the very particular simplicities. And the nuances, all those different things, that's why there's a concept of Torah Shabbat, and that's what Moshe Rabbeinu relied on for it to be given over. That's the second reason why there is not a mention of Olam Haba in the Torah. Have a wonderful day. 
You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.